This is the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, recorded live and completely improvised at the Edinburgh Fringe 2013. In this show, the audience suggested that the main character should be called Jacob, that his strange secret should be that he's lost his skis, that a climactic scene should take place in a pig farm in Tasmania, that the whole play should be sponsored by cat food, and the audience suggestion for the title of this completely improvised radio play was... This time, the red wine is no excuse. Going live in five, four, three. And if you look around you, you can see that these cave walls are over four million years old, formed by ancient rocks sliding around. Uh, The roof of the cave arches over us like a ceiling, and the floor beneath is also made of rock. Jacob? Jacob? Yes? This is your turn for the part of the tour. We have to do the reenactment. Oh, sorry. Um, So then the rock... um, Then the rock gets... uh, uh, Then the rock causes an eruption to come from the volcano... And uh, oh, Jacob, Jacob, look, sorry, folks. Could you just step aside for a moment? There's a lovely pool over there that I think you'll admire. Ooh. If you close your eyes and turn around, it's sort of in the shape of a car. Oh, how wonderful! Uh, Jacob. Yes. Um. S- sorry, Mr. Bagsbury. You're making a terrible mess of this. Uh, I'm sorry. I-, I didn't do enough of the uh, the research before. Exactly. I, um, y- yes. Look, I gave you this job in good faith because I knew your mother very, 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 very well. Yes. Yes, you've told me in great detail, Mr. Bexbury. Oh, that was only the tip of the iceberg. Yes, and that's why I stopped you. Yes, Jacob. Anyway, you promised me you knew all about caves. Well, I... I used to go and play in them a lot. Well, this isn't play, it's work. And since when was work play? Well, if you really like your job... Look, I, I, can, I can show people how... If that was the case, there would be child labour everywhere. <laughs> well, I suppose there is. Good point. Well, Jacob, you're a clever lad. Yes, but I am... Um, I, I just think that people want to know more interesting things about the caves. Like what? Like, look, I can make a, an echo eight times if I say the right word. Well, go on then. Will a gang gang. Gang gang, gang gang, gang gang, gang gang. That was, okay, only that was six. only six. Obviously not the right word. That was the wrong word, right. Gang gang, gang gang. No, that doesn't count. No, no, no. <laughs> That's just a boomerang sound. You know, those famous Australian noises. A boomerang sound, you make it and it comes back. It's different from an echo. It's a boomerang. I'm digging a hole here. Uh, anyway, Jacob... Yes, Mr. People don't want interesting stories. They want to come down here and admire what nature made for them all those years ago. It's like a little gift. A little gift. Well, I think that I can give them a little, a little gift too, Mr. Bagsbury. Oh, come on. A little slice of my life. Oh. A little slice about growing up alongside the caves. And every morning I'd, I'd get up and my mother would say, I've just got to meet a gentleman. That to was me, me yes. No. Yes. I will be at least four hours. Well, on a bad day, yes. On a bad day? So why don't you go and play down by the beach and by the caves? And I'd scuttle down and I'd skim some stones across the sea, but that would be really ineffectual because it has to be uh, uh, flat water, doesn't it? 
my God. I can't imagine what would happen if I unleashed you on the tourists with these dull tales. And then I'd go into the cave and I... can hardly string a coherent sentence together. And then I'd tell myself little stories and, and my words would echo back to me. And I'd be the happiest little boy alive until I had to go back to mum and she'd be sitting there happy and... and... Uh, that always upset me. <laughs> well, I'm afraid, Jacob, you're not a little boy anymore. No. And your mother, sadly, has passed away. Yeah, all right. She had a good time when she was alive, though. <laughs> so, Jacob... Yes, Mr. Bexbury. You're just going to have to learn to grow up. You're not a kid. It's not about stories. It's not about playing. This is the real world, and the real world is ugly. Okay. So you'll fit right in. There was really no need for that, Mr. Bagsbury. I'll, I'll do my best. Can we open our eyes and look at this patch of water that looks like a car yet? Oh, yes, if you must. But oh. Jacob... Oh, wait, yes. wait, 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 let me do my joke about Sorry, it. Sorry, go on. I bet this is going to be absolutely fantastic. He's had a, about ten oh. minutes to think of it. Hopefully they'll get it. Oh, looks like a Ford. Which is pretty fitting for a small patch of water. Awful. Okay. <laughs> Jacob, yes, don't me. applaud that. Remember one thing. I'm doing this as a favour because I cared a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot about your mother and her body. But <laughs> in many ways, I've always seen you as a rival. And I still do. A rival? Do. That's how right. A rival for her affections. How very Oedipal of you, Mr. Bagsbury. Well, it would be Oedipal if you saw me as a rival, surely. Well, I think it could also, yeah, well, yeah. Sort of reverse Oedipal. Yeah, well, like a... I didn't want to think what that would mean I'd do to my daughter. Well, like a... A laddie, a laddie-dio. That's the word backwards. Well done. No. Yeah. Well, technically, it's lapidio. Uh, yes, it is. That sounds quite rude. Let's move on. Anyway, Jacob, I'm doing this as a favour, but if you put a foot out of line, you will be out on your ass. Okay. Thanks, Mr. Begsbury. I'll do my best, you, you, you smelly meh. I'm pretty sure that constitutes out of line. No, uh, no, I, I, I'm I'll let you off this once. I didn't think you heard For me. narrative purposes. <laughs> Snackjaw. Uh, yes, sir. Can you pass me that chicken, Snackjaw? Oh, of course, sir. I'll throw it. Thank you, Snackjaw. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I, I had to Dead kill. Dead, Snackjaw, just like that. Sorry, I, I don't like to kill things. But I do. Oh. I love to kill things. That's why I got that chicken this morning from the market. Got to keep the hand in, Snackjaw. Haven't killed anything for some time. Oh, I suppose you get rusty, sir. Yes. Killing is a noble art, Snackjaw. Well, not noble per se, it's a rather dastardly art. An ignoble art, as you were, but an art nevertheless. Like sculpting nudie ladies. I suppose so. Yes. Even always thinks, oh, those great sculptors. Bunch of pervs, in my opinion, but yes. there you are. Well, isn't it that what they were for? Those, uh, those sculptures in the, the olden days, they used to make them because they didn't have pictures. Really? Yes, they used to sculpt nude ladies and then they would unveil one and crowds would flock and pretend it was art, but actually it was just so they could get their rocks off. <laughs> Which I suppose is what sculptors do when they're sculpting. Yeah. They, 
get 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 the rocks off. Well, they get small sections of the rocks off. Yes. Yes. Well, yes. You combine that. And that, that would not be nearly such a catchy tune, would it? No. Get a small section of your rocks off. Get a small section of your rocks off, honey. Honey. Yes. <laughs> Where are we headed to next, Snackjar? Oh, I was thinking that way, sir. Yes, yes, down to Victoria. Yes, we've worked our way through well, the Northern Territories. Oh, the, yes. Um, the, 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 the Southern Territories. <laughs> the Western Territories. Yes. Uh, New South Wales. And there's two more, yes. Queensland. And, and some other bit. New, New South Wales? Have we done that one? Yes, said that. But anyway, we're heading to Victoria, leaving a trail of destruction in our path. In our wake, don't you mean? If it, if it was in our path, it'd be ahead of us. That'd, that'd make it harder for us to progress. I think that's because he listed the uh, territories in the wrong order, so you've been going round and round. Ah. <laughs> yes, well... If you're not... Careful, Snackjaw, I'll leave a trail of destruction at your wake. Now... <laughs> Thank you, I thought it was quite good. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mr. Boole. I was terribly surprised when they sent me on this mission, Snackjaw. Yes. But I must say delighted. Australia's getting too uppity, they said back at home. They're getting too highbrow, too cultured. They said... Mr. Boole, we want you to go there and we want you to murder the most erudite members of all the most erudite families in Australia. So, I did. I frequented parties and soirees and premieres. And each time, a dastardly murder. Thankfully, nothing could be traced to me because I was very careful to cover my tracks. But as we move on, it gets harder. Yes, I don't know why you're telling me this, sir. I was there. Excuse me, guys. You'd better huddle round the campfire. It's getting dark and snakes and all sorts come out. Really? I do like sweeties. Oh, right. I get it. Wonderful. All sorts. Just well, no, but snakes were also pick and mix as well, weren't they? Those mm, 10p ones. And your friends would say, can I have one? And you'd go, you can bite the head. Not that I recall, mate. Here we are, sir. I've got you some uh, food from the outback. Ah, thank you. What, tell me, sir, young man, what, what is this food? Uh, it's a uh, wallaby. Wallaby. And uh, something special I brought along in a tin, sir. I think you're going to like this. You just pop it over the campfire and it's going to taste beautiful. It's made entirely of cat. Tell me more. Well, sir, this is a tin of finest cat food. It's all the rage here in Australia. So I've heard. Mel, I've finished. My mouth's too full of cat food to advertise it anymore. That's right. Cat food. Better than whatever they eat in Australia. <laughs> well, Snackjaw, the problem I'm having is, as we move further and further around Australia, I find that the reports from home weren't all that accurate. No. Really, there's no one terribly erudite here at all. So you've just been killing, sir? Well, no, there were a few. Just uh, see a man in glasses and stab him. Yes. 
a man in glasses is probably the most highbrow you're going to find in any given town. In well, Australia. hang on a minute, mate. You can't say there's nobody erudite over here. Name 17 erudite Australians. <laughs> no, didn't think so. I'll be in the outback. We've well, almost run out. out. By the way, I'm part horse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you knew that about Australians, but we're all centaurs down here. Some of us, we keep to the shadows. Uh, da da Daniel, that's, that section's not... No, I'm way. sticking with it. No, Sorry. No, no, Staying in. No, I think you must have a first... Matthew, that's a very strange passage. You were right to take it out of the second draft. No, nope. Sorry, mate. I'm hang, hung like a horse and I've got the legs of one. If you need me, I'll be cantering around here's rock. Well, this is going to cause some conflict if it's in his script and not in ours. But Australians maybe... as horses is definitely not a plot point. Just going to lay that down now. Good decision to take that out, Matthew. Look what I can do with my tail. <laughs> Get the flies off. Oh, it's clockwork. <laughs> I went with you on that and that's how you repay me. <laughs> I don't know, you say you went with him, but really you could have just been riding a horse. That would have counted as going. No, I didn't have time to put the bridle on and saddle him up. <laughs> Wouldn't have been safe. Well, fine. What's that now? It's the bridle. <laughs> Snack jaw. Yes, yes, Dr. Bull. <laughs> Sorry, I almost forgot I was here. <laughs> ah, as we move through Victoria. Yes. You must try and find me the erudite man to kill. Or woman. Yes, or woman. I'll, I'll take either. That's fine. But don't let me down, Snackjaw. We need the most erudite man in all of Victoria before we can move on to our final destination. Oh. Hi, Shelley. Do you want to come, come play in the cave with me? Oh, hi there. Hi, Shelley. Hi there. Oh, hi. You're, you're looking really good today, Jacob. Thanks, I went surfing. Awesome. And then I ate some kangaroo. Wow. Yeah. Your lips are so soft. Thanks, Shelley. We don't have to do this now if you don't want to. What do you mean? We don't have to do it, Jacob. Uh, Shelley. <laughs> Look, Shelley, we've been we've been together for for two years, but yeah. we we don't have to take this step yet. I'm so glad you said that. I just don't think I'm ready. No, get off me! You said you didn't have to take that step, and then you went straight in. I'm sorry. What kind of gambit was that? Look. Who, who's in a relationship for two years and hasn't had a kiss yet? Yeah, well, why did you say we didn't have to take that step if you were just about to take it? I thought that I would settle your nerves and then just go in for the... <laughs> what, when I was at my weakest? No, not when you're at your most comfortable. My most unguarded? No, I'm sorry, Shelley, well, I what just... What kind of boyfriend are you? I read it in a book. What? <laughs> Tell them you don't want to take the step and go in anyway? What book was that? It's that horrible book. The one written by that, uh, you know it. You know it. Someone knows no, it. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I can't remember the title or the author. 
Oh, I hate it. You always read books that make you make bad decisions. Jacob, I'm sorry. I'm if, sorry, Shell. If you're going to leap on me like a leopard, I just... I don't want to... Oh, it's the telephone. Oh, God. I'll get it. Okay. Don't, don't go. What? D don't leave while I'm on well, the phone. How do I know whether you want me to or not? You've told me not to. Maybe that means you want me to. No, please, Shell. Just wait. Well, maybe when you say please, you mean thank you. Shell, I've got to answer the phone. <laughs> it's getting... It's getting absolutely rabid. I think just let it ring for a bit. You've got to make people work for it, you know? Yes, you're right, Shell. Just sit and listen. Oh, it's gone. I, I bet... They'll probably ring back. I might do the old uh, 1471. That's a good idea. Go for it. Although I suppose it being Australia, it's, it's backwards, so it'll be 1741. Go on, do it. Yep, now you've played the recorder, you can yeah. dial. <laughs> All right, I'm going to dial. I'm going to dial. Oh, no, I'm still playing the recorder. <laughs> Look, I'll do a silent dial. Okay. Look, but once you've phoned them, we're going to have a big talk. All right, Shell. Hello? 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 You, 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 you just rang me? Oh, oh, is that Jacob? Yes. I've got terrible news, son. Well, what is it? It's, it's about your boss. What, Mr. Bagsbury? Yeah, that's his name, yeah. yeah. What's happened to your really attractive boss? Shelly. Sorry, he's just got a great face and body. Yeah, well, not anymore. What, what's happened? His face has been brutally smashed in. Who is this? This is the police. The police? Yeah. Oh, oh no, he's oh, not no. dead, is he? I really wanted that character to recur. No, he's dead. Damn. Oh, my God. Uh, he might have a brother, I guess. I don't know, but... <laughs> Let's hope not. Uh, yeah, it seems that he was... You know, well, he's was pretty. He a, he's a pretty erudite sort of man, isn't he? Yeah, he's pretty erudite. Was he? Was he attacked by a book? No, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> it looks like what was happening was he was drinking a rather nice bottle of red wine. Oh, Beaujolais. <laughs> Possibly. He yeah. loves Beaujolais. Oh, does he? He loves yeah. it. He says this Beaujolais is beau. Julie went, and Julie's the wait yeah, waitress. Yeah, really at erudite the, man. Yeah, yeah he well, is. He was at Julie's. Uh, br uh, bistro that he was at actually yeah so that makes sense yeah but it looks like he was drinking the bottle of wine and yeah. then must have slipped or something and then you know just accidentally fallen and caved in his own skull with the bottle my god do you know i was reading in the newspaper recently there's been over 39 deaths like that yeah there's been 40 yeah, 40, there's been 40 deaths like that across Australia recently. Yeah, people From, just, you know, they can't take the drink. And then they just slip over and they smash their head into the bottle of wine. Oh my God. It's strange because in order for a blunt trauma to cause that sort of fracture, he must have slipped over, I don't know, 10 or 11 times. <laughs> what a remarkable coincidence. That's the exact details of the rest of the... 40 deaths. You've memorised an awful lot about these murders. Uh, I think maybe you should come in and talk to us. Look, look, I, I just read the newspapers. I like to procrastinate when I'm trying to research my work, job, my, my job. Well, I work in the cave industry. 
Is it an industry? I don't really think they make them. For the cave tourism industry, I mean. Ah, spelunking. The spelunking, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a great work, but I'm afraid your boss is dead, so either you're fired or you're the boss. I don't know how it works. Oh, Jacob. Look. Michelle? Talk to this police guy for long enough. I need to say what I have to say, and I need to say it now because I have to. All right. Goodbye, Inspector. Ah, uh, can I not listen? <laughs> All Sounds right. pretty interesting. Will you, will you give me tips on how to get me to kiss her? How to get her to kiss me? Well, what you should do is yeah. tell her you're not going to, and then do it. Right, right. That is it. Hang up the phone, Jacob. Oh, no, no, no. Look, everyone's saying it, Shell. Oh, it right, doesn't madam. make it okay. Oh, hold on, I'll ask, Sergeant. Hello. Got any tips on how to kiss a girl? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's miming, telling <laughs> telling her you're not going to, and then just kissing her anyway. Oh, His right. mime had a perfect Australian accent. <laughs> Look, Jacob, just because other people are saying it doesn't make it good advice. Well, Shell? I'm sorry, but your boss is dead. You've treated me badly. And now you might not even have a job. Get off me, you dirty man! Uh, you go for it, Jacob. <laughs> you Thanks, shut mate. up! That's my boy. I'm leaving you, Jacob. No, Shell, don't go. You, you just don't know how to grow up. Ever since your mum passed away, you pretended you were still a child, oh, Jacob, albeit a child that tries to snog people all the time. Jacob, your mum passed... Ah, oh, that's... Tra I'm sorry for your loss, Jacob. Look, it... Wait a minute. My mum died by... She was drinking Beaujolais and then she... <laughs> Wait a second, are you saying you know two of the victims? Two out of 40. I think you maybe need to come in for some questioning, mate. Oh, oh all right, I will. Well, oh, really? No, no, I'm going to leave. Yeah, that's the response we normally get. Come on, Shell. No, I'm not going anywhere with you. I've been through this. I'm leaving you, Jacob. Guys, forever. he's on the run. Get the panda cars out. we got Chase one down. Woo, 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 woo. Sorry, I'm really excited. Mr. Bull. Yes, Snackjaw. I murdered another one. You murdered him? Yes. No, I wanted to do that. I'm sorry, it's just I like collecting little trophies from the murders. All the corks from the bottles we killed them with. I attach them to this stylish fedora. <laughs> I think it might catch on. Considering this is pre-1980, which is when Australian wine labels started to change to screw tops, just in case there's any uh, things that need clearing up there. That's why they've got corks at the moment. Yes, I was worried about that detail, but I'm glad you've cleared it up. Yes, I think so is everyone else. Sorry, I'm just aware that uh, this is being recorded and my girlfriend's father will listen to it and he's a bit of a wine buff. <laughs> and Australian, so... Fine. So, that's Victoria done. There's only one province of Australia left. It, it's Tasmania. Ah, yes. Yes. Actually used to be connected to uh, Australia about 35,000 years ago. Sorry, did, was that a microphone? 35,000 years ago, Snackjaw, that would have been useful information. But now... <laughs> well, no, people, it, it would have been. Because what happened was people walked over to there, the rivers rose, the waters rose, obviously over many years, and they forgot how to use boats. And so they were I think this there. might be time for the part horse guy to come back. <laughs> Just to break the tedium, 
I'm off again, guys. See you next week. Well, how very strange that that man who isn't part horse just entered yes. the scene and then left. Well, well, Tasmania it is then. Yes. To do some more meaty murders. That's right, Snackjaw. You and I are going to have to jump on a little boat or a large ship or any seafaring vessel, actually. A catamaran would do. How about we take individual coracles? Fine. It's the most comedic of all seagoing vessels. And then we'll sail over the sea to Tasmania and kill the most erudite man still left in Australia. Who is the most erudite man in Tasmania? Will Jacob avenge the death of his boss stroke mother? And why, oh why, have the British government hatched this crazy Australian murdering plan in the first place? All this and more in the dazzling second part of This Time the Red Wine is No Excuse. But now, the six o'clock news. Six o'clock news with Ian Turnaround. Uh, a recent study by the scientists at the University of Cambridge, a biology team, has found that over 62% of Australians have horses' legs. This hitherto undiscovered fact really has amazed scientists across the world. Biologists have said, oh my goodness, that's amazing. And other biologists have said, really? We thought it already, but now there's proof. We now have the um, Secretary of State for the Foreign Affairs, Sir Humphrington Mopalopalopa, here to talk about this newly discovered phenomenon. Sir Humphrey Mopalopalopa, what do you make of this recent discovered fact? Will. Oh, yeah. Hello. Hello. Sorry. Uh, I wasn't informed that I was giving this interview until a second ago. Oh, well, uh, I, well perhaps you'd like your deputy to do it instead. Sir, Sir Richard, crank that Oh, up. let me go. Let me do it, please. Yes, thank you. No, we don't let the deputy give interviews. <laughs> oh, no. Well, Sir Humphrington, uh, what do you make about this? 62% of Australians have horses' legs. Uh, no, it simply just isn't true. I flat out deny it. Sorry, I thought this was time for the Prime Minister to intervene. I'd like to say that this fact is true. Uh, in fact, we think it might be an even higher number. How no, high, I'm Prime? sorry, I will not accept any state of affairs or government position which acknowledges that Australians have horses' legs. Well, and I'm for that reason, and that reason alone, I resign. <laughs> and breaking Jumped news... before he was pushed. Yes, breaking news, the Foreign Secretary has resigned. Does Prime that mean I'm the Foreign Secretary now? I no, I'm afraid the Foreign Secretary will now be a horse. <laughs> uh, I'd just like to come back to give my final statement uh, as the outgoing Foreign Secretary to say that he won't. The Foreign Secretary will not be a horse. Well, he will. Horses don't exist. I'm the Prime Minister. There you go. I've just, I too can play at that game. There's no such thing as horses. Well, that's an extreme view. They're just long cows. Well, very well. <laughs> I'll settle on that. There's no such thing as horses, but there are men that are part horse. How could there be men who are part something that doesn't exist? Well, there's no such thing as a hand, and yet we're part hand. Uh. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, at this juncture, I would like to make a motion of no confidence in the Prime Minister. Yes, please, please. please vote Conservative. I would state my only evidence as the phrase... There's no such thing as a hand. 
We are now live in the House of Commons. And uh, we are going to do it by eyes and nays. Uh, no, I think I we should do it with hands up, please. Yes, I would prefer that anyone who raises their hand... Sorry, are we allowed to raise our hooves as well? Yes, of course you are, Foreign Secretary. No, no such thing as hooves. Shall we take a vote? Yes, go on. Yes, uh, everyone with motion, with uh, confidence in the Prime Minister, please raise your hand. Thank you, very kind. And uh, everyone who doesn't have confidence in the Prime Minister, please raise their hand. Well, they're all part hand, so my point is proved. The nays have it, the nays oh, have it. Yes, indeed they do. And so the Prime Minister has resigned. The Foreign Secretary in other news has become the Prime well, Minister. damn you, I'm going to gallop out of here. And... <laughs> Goodbye, suckers. Sport. Uh, in the cricket, uh, the captain of England was out for a duck and still had hosing sauce on his hands when he came out to bat. Uh, in the weather, uh, there was lots of sunshine, but unfortunately, we couldn't see it because of all the clouds. Murder! Revenge! Nothing to do with horses! Lots. We'll kill the last erudite man left in Australia. Oh, oh God. Running away as a fugitive. It's not like the films. It's like a really bad film where you're the main actor and all the film's real and this rain is real. I've been crossing the, the sea for two hours. I was at the shores of Tasmania, the shining lights of Hobart, the big rock of Tasmania, the bells of Tasmania. Oh, it's beautiful. I've dreamt about Tasmania in my dreams, obviously. Oh. Oh, God. Maybe I can make a new life for myself here. Maybe I can meet a, a more beautiful girl than Shelley. We are now approaching Tasmania, your final and only stop. What? what? Um, yeah, right. Thank you. No, I can't hear you. I'm behind a... I'm, I'm indoors, talking into a sort of microphone. Oh, look, the, the train has already pulled up. <laughs> Excellent. Get bloody steamships, and we had to do that. Right, right. I'll get on the train. <laughs> Snake jaw. <laughs> I assume you're conscious. Uh, yes, sorry. Some of those red wine bottles I thought I'd uh, have a little slug of. Mm. I, feel, I, feel, I do feel terribly hungover. Could do with a nice little hangover cure. Yes. I don't suppose you've got anything, you know, something a bit out there? Something salty. Oh, that would do, yes. Something, nice yes. Chunky, maybe. Chunky, yes. yes. Uh, kind in, of hermetically in... sealed. Hmm. No, I don't have anything like that on me. No, don't you? I hope to mean, I, I imagine someone did if they were paying any bloody attention. Uh, 
They, I don't think they are, so too bad. Sorry, I missed that bit. <laughs> yes, right. Yes, I'm very hungry. Just, just, just have a look just at yet. your script. Just look, look down to there. Horses! <laughs> That's right. All the horses that used to be in the world have now been turned into new cat food. Oh, wonderful. Yes, it was decided we couldn't feed it to humans after all. But cats aren't fuzzy. So, why not try some of this new delicious horsey cat food? It's 100% horse. And that's fine for cats. <laughs> Probably. That's right, new horsey cat food. Because your cat doesn't give a shit what it eats. The problem is, Snackjar, we have a problem. <laughs> of course that's the problem. It's basically that dream joke again. It's a, it's a stupid line, Matthew, quite frankly. I've been looking through the who's who of Tasmania. The who's who's? No. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's, quite, it's quite fun to join in. Don't you, don't, know. I don't want a word of despair from you. This is your fault. No, okay. my bit was the highlight of the show so far. Everybody's going to go away remembering the horse bits. I mean, it's, Look. The, it's the reason we've only got ten minutes to wrap this whole thing up. Yes, well, the problem we have is that yes. there is literally no high society in the whole of Tasmania. In fact, the most erudite man I've discovered is a pig farmer from Penguin. Well... Can't you see the problem? Uh, we can't go killing pig farmers? Well, we have to. He's the most erudite man. Oh. But he's a sloven. He's a bumpkin. There's no way that he'll drink red wine. Ah. And the only method we know of killing people is bludgeoning in their faces with red wine. Yes. It works perfectly, you see, because if you spill any blood on you, you can just claim that it was the red wine. Perfectly legitimate to have red wine stains all over your shirt and hands. Yes. And, and teeth as well. And yes. Make your lips go blue when I uh, slurp the blood afterwards. I mean, you really what, are a that, terribly depraved man. That's right, John. Well, that's why I've got my name. Really? Yes, I snack on their jaws. And there was me under the impression that it was just your surname. <laughs> no, snack jaw. Well... What are we going to do? We've got to go there. We've got to kill him. But this time, there will be no excuse. We're bound to get discovered. That's the problem. Oh, <laughs> oh no, I can't believe I let him leave and I love him so much. I'm gonna join him. Oh, I can't let a man like that slip away from me. Oh, really? <laughs> Wasn't he a bit of a lech? Yes, he was. But I don't care. I'm going to swim all the way to Tasmania. Goodbye, really? stranger. Really? I don't think that's possible. Well, I'm damn well going to try. Oh, my God, that was quick. Oh, my God. Through the bright lights of Hobart and the train didn't stop. And all I've got here is this pig farm. In my... <laughs> Oh, With look, it's someone from New Zealand. <laughs> Either that or a flatulent pig. 
that wasn't necessary. <laughs> so, oh, maybe, oh, this looks like a fancy pig farm. Maybe it's owned by someone famous. Who's the most famous pig farmer? Himmler? No. Himmler. I mean, <laughs> he was genuinely a pig farmer. This, it's you not can... what he's famous for, I don't think. Oh, Himmler, the pig farmer, he's the one, isn't he? There are so many secondary connections in that that it's absolutely Wasn't he disgusting. friends with that artist, Hitler? <laughs> All I'm saying, the most famous pig farmer. I'm not saying that's the thing he was most famous for. On the Venn diagram of famous people and pig farmers, Himmler he's number is one. In, he's right in that slice yeah. there. But wait, no, it can't be Himmler's. He was... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it could be. Maybe it could be. Maybe this is where he's been hiding, but I hope that it isn't. No. Wait. Oh, my God. The other pig farmer. Of course. Is it you, mate? The Tasmanian devil? God, you're so erudite. Chekhov. Sure, mate. I'd love to read some Chekhov with you. And then, yeah, I'd love a bacon sarny. Oh, I think I could be at home here. Do you know what, Matthew? I really, I really like this next section where he reads out a bunch of Chekhov. <laughs> Maintaining the Tasmanian devil voice. <laughs> You'll go ahead then, Taz. Uncle Vanya. I'm going to put this gun in a drawer in the first scene and shoot someone later on. That's all I know. Oh, that's great, mate. I, I've never had that insight before. Oh, Taz, can I stay here with you, mate? Oh, thanks. No one's ever shown me this kind of kindness before. Excuse me. You've got to help us. We're all the remaining horse people. <laughs> we were forced to come here because everybody tried to turn us into cat food. We've had to shelter on the Tasmanian Devil's farm in amongst his pigs. Only you can save us, but I sense there's a great evil coming. Oh, no, he's been shot. No, I'm still here. Oh, look, I'm in... Oh, no. Oh, I'm impervious to bullets. Look, at we've got about five minutes to go. How big is your pride? We're all sheltering here in the stables, but I can sense with my horse man sense, which is kept in my mane, that a power of great evil is coming to destroy us all. Snackjaw, look. Yes. There's a small man with the Tasmanian devil and there's no one else around. Ah, yes, I can't see anyone. Everybody else can. <laughs> no, no, I think that might be one of those split-screen things in movies, you know, like in Silence of the Lambs when they go to the house and you think it's Bill Gum's house, but actually it's no, not. Don't spoil Silence of the Lambs for everyone. It, it's about 25 years old. Wait, a lamb's a bit like a horse. <laughs> Wait. No, you are in a different location entirely. You are on, you're on Himmler's pig farm. That's why you got shot. Wait, Taz. Taz. Roll. I recognise that guy. Oh, me that, too. That, that guy was there the night my mother was... was. Well, I thought she 
died naturally, but he was there. I saw him. Oh, I must no. have just blanked it out through some kind of psychological trauma. Oh. You, you killed my mum. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're having a guilty conscience, so you can't speak very loudly. Snagjaw. Yes. Seize them. No. Oh. Uh, I've got your hands. <laughs> yes, well done on seizing both of them. Oh, well, you've got me too. I, I now, guess I'm just free to go. <laughs> Goodbye, horseman. No, I'll hang around. <laughs> Snagjaw. Yes, sir. We can't bludgeon them to death with the wine bottles as usual. No. So we'll have to drown them in the wine. Oh. I'll pour it all into this trough. Yes. And then I want you to dunk their heads in. I can do that. <laughs> No, that would destroy them. Anyone who drinks that much wine would be dead. Yes. Oh, and hi, with the slightly higher voice, I'm the girlfriend. Since I said I'd swim the sea, I'd better come back in at some point. Shell, they're about to kill me and Taz. Oh, I'm that poor horse man. There. I've emptied it all. Now, dunk them, Snackjaw. Dunk them. Under you go first, Tasmanian devil. <laughs> It's hard to tell if he's just talking or drowning. <laughs> and now for you, Jacob. No, no Jacob, please don't die on me. Not before we've had a kiss. And it is now complete. No. All of the erudite persons of Australia no. are dead. There's no way he could have survived stomaching that much wine. Jacob. I'm not dead. There's something I've never told anyone before. This had better be good. Well, here goes nothing. You see, I lost my skis. My yoghurt skis. Skis are yoghurts and I lost them inside my stomach. And as we all know, yoghurts line your stomach. And therefore, the alcohol has had no effect at all. So, let me just clarify. Yes. It makes perfect sense. Let me just clarify that you are equating the phrase, lost his skis with ate some yogurt. <laughs> and also, just to check, you drank the water rather than breathe it in, which is how you would drown. Actually, it was wine. He's not Jesus. Yes, it's sorry. wine. Inverse Jesus. Yes. Well, the devil. With the You're the devil. Maybe you turned it into yes. water. With, with the quality of Australian wine in the 1950s, probably. You didn't put my nose underneath the, the wine. Oh. Snack jaw, Just that is really in. basic. Sorry, I was too busy snacking on his jaw. <laughs> Jacob, you're alive. I am, Shelley. You see, after, I, after, I, uh, after my mum died, I had so many blackout episodes and I must have just eaten so much yoghurt to comfort myself. It makes perfect sense. Jacob, now that you're alive, I've got to tell you something. Yes, Shell? We don't have to go to that stage yet. <laughs> oh. Oh, Shell, that was absolutely fantastic. Well, it looks like this has worked out well for everyone. Including <laughs> the horseman. <laughs> Jacob finally kissed a girl. Yes. We technically did succeed in killing all the erudite people because he was just some guy that turned up. It was the Tasmanian devil we were obviously after. Yes, yes and he's very dead. So we go dead. back to Britain, heroes. He's very dead. And then, as 
Jacob. Jacob. Yeah. With his new half horse bride. No, you're getting confused. I'm not half horse. That's this guy. Hi there. Slightly lower voice. Well, just just wanted to say, and I'm not saying this is going to be the final joke because I don't think enough people will get it. But <laughs> I, it's quite good. It's, it's good if you understand what the word means, right? So. You swam across the, 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 the sea to get Jacob back, even though he was proper lecherous and trying to kiss you and perv on you the whole time. But now you've got him. But you did almost lose your skis. Because he's a skis. It's an American term for a lecher. Oh, you're right. No one got it. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, starring Daniel Roberts, Chris Turner, Dougie Walker and Tom Skelton, with Tom Hodge on the piano and Archie Cornish on the foley. To find out more, visit www.racingminds.co.uk, like us on Facebook or befriend us on Twitter. And please do spread the word.